Magazine is a paid program on this station. Aging Options, how can we help? It's time to know your options and master your future. My life, my plan, my way. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich, as well as his co-host, Tariq Ansari. Oh, yes, indeed. Welcome again to another fascinating edition of Agent Options on this October the 9th, 2021. Uh, Rajiv Nagayich alongside me. I am Tariq Ansari. And coming up, a huge show today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a U.K. study that uh, is where, you know what, using the Internet shows it might actually help your mental health. We'll tell you how. Smart home technology is bringing incredible benefits to seniors throughout the country. Uh, Harvard Economic <clears throat> A Harvard economist, my throat uh, got me there on this next story. That's how good this next story is. My throat was, like, killing me there. Uh, <laughs> the Harvard econo- economist, Lawrence Kotlikoff, said that seniors should delay Social Security and pay off their mortgages. Rajiv, we're going to get some insight from you on that one. And finally, we'll help you get back on your feet with tips of how to reduce chronic foot pain. Uh, also, you can give us a call because this show, you know what, it's for you. You, that's right, you sitting there, whether you're driving, whether you're sitting down, whether you're having a cup of coffee on the porch, it's for you. So give us a call. Join us for this next hour of awesome radio at 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. And Rajiv, I failed to introduce you, in, and you know what? Welcome. Welcome back. It's been a while. Well, it's, it has been a while. I've been gone for about a couple of weeks. Thanks so much for holding down the port. And thanks much to Bob Pittman, who does such an amazing job of, of holding down the port whenever I, I'm out of, the, uh, out, of, out of commission. Indeed, indeed. Now, he's, he's, a, he's a great great, uh, great human being he is, and he does a great job with his practice. But, uh, you know, let, let's, let's not waste any time today. Let's get right into it. You know, we're, we're focused. We're, we're, we're charged up. We're ready to talk about <laughs> some very interesting stories today. That's right. I'm like, I'm giving pep talks and doing radio at the same time, you know, should be paid double for this. Uh, but go. anyway, yes, that's right. Uh, so by the way, all the stories we talk about on this show, you can find on the aging options website, go to agingoptions.com slash blog, and you will find every single story we discussed today. And the first one, Rajiv, we're going to talk about is this British survey that shows a link between internet usage and mental sharpness. I was completely shocked to read this, but it's true. So apparently there was a study done where researchers found that continued use of the internet after retirement had a substantial and beneficial effect on cognitive testing. So this was surprising to me, but do you find any shock in this? It's not a shock. It was surprising in the sense that one would think that if you're just leisurely perusing the internet and not doing really much on the internet, depending as to what you do on the internet, 
that it would be detrimental somehow, right? I mean, and we talk about screen time with children. We talk about how much time people are spending on the computer, particularly with children. You know, and as, as a parent uh, mm-hmm. raising the kids, we had to monitor how much time they had on the how much screen time they had. And so one would uh, have assumed, I would have assumed, that this is a story that's going to say Internet use is not necessarily good for you. But it's quite the opposite, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this uh, comes out from, again, you know, it comes out from England and uh, 2,100 Europeans <clears throat> uh, who had retired sometime in 2004. And the study actually follows them and studies them. And they had two miles, uh, two markers, one in 2013, one in 2015. And they're trying to see as to how are these people doing compared to people who are not using the Internet. And 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 the way that they find out how they're doing is, uh, they're measuring their vocabulary, the number of uh, words they can recall, and you find out clearly that people who are using the Internet, uh, they seem to be doing a whole lot better than people who are not using the Internet. And so <clears throat> this goes on to say that, you know, from there, there are side effects that we don't even think about. The pandemic had locked everyone up. Seniors who were yeah. using the, the computer for whatever number of different ways they were using the computer they were much more socially engaged with the world as compared to people who were not, who were just locked in. And when you take a look at the study, the interesting things are, I mean, all the buzzwords what scientists are going to end up using, was there a cause? Can one actually say that using the Internet is what causes your your brain not to decline as fast or that you'd be cognitively uh, better off? And the answer is no. Uh, That's not what the study was able to find. There was no causal uh, link. That is fine between the use of uh, the internet and and uh, and the lack of 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 uh, cognitive decline. But it, what it did find was that people who are using the internet, they happen to be faring a whole lot better than people who are not using the internet. It's a good study. It really is a great study. It, it dispels a lot of myth when people sit sit around thinking that screen time is bad. Probably yeah. not. You know, and it's I love uh, studies that kind of dispel myths. You know. Like, um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's studies out there that show that, you know, like being sprayed by skunk, you know, tomato tomato paste or tomato soup doesn't actually help with that because that's true. I mean, there's a study that came out on that. It's stuff like that that everybody assumes, but it's not the tr- it's not actually, you know, proven until somebody actually looks into it. Uh, but this is so great, especially because, you know, as I have a grandmother who, listen, and she was, she was living in an apartment. Uh, she is living in an apartment in Gig Harbor when COVID hit. And she, a lot of her friends were in this uh, senior facility just down the street, and it used to be pre-COVID, early 2020, before March came around. She could just walk down the street and see them every every day, you know, go out for coffee, go out to the park, go on a little short little walk. And then COVID hit, and that just became impossible. So to once she started to use the Internet a little bit more to connect with us, to connect with some of her other family members, her friends, her she was more – she was happier. You know, she was just generally like less, you know, in the dark, which, I mean, when you think about it in that way, it totally makes sense, Rajiv. Yeah, and then they're thinking it's all of the social aspect of the whole Internet uh, use is what helps the people stave off uh, dementia decline or stave off cognitive decline. And that really is the whole story. And the, the, the question really becomes, you know, if you think about it, why would an attorney – uh, who is going to be working with people on their retirement planning, on life planning. Why would this story want to be one that we pick to go ahead and discuss? And here's the reason why. Because everything that we end up doing, 
is done with a very simple view in mind. In life, what we want to accomplish is live long, healthy lives without becoming a burden mm-hmm. to other people, without running out of money, without being put into a nursing home against our wishes. The single biggest thing that, that strikes the biggest fear in the hearts of people is cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, uh, or dementia of some form. You know it's a one-way ticket mm-hmm. uh, to, to institutional care. And it's little things like this that really b- make a big difference in, 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 in the lives of people. And we bring all sorts of studies, and this is one study I'm sure we'll find a way to go ahead and share that with our, uh, with, with our clients in the planning stages also, that how much time do you spend socializing, and, and socializing doesn't necessarily have to be face-to-face. Now, be clear about one thing. It does not mean that using the Internet is just as effective from a socialization perspective as face-to-face. Mm-hmm. But it is. Uh, it sounds like it's a bloody damn good substitute. <laughs> yeah, it depends, and also depends. I think on the way you use it, or like what like what groups you're in. Like there are probably some Facebook groups out there that you should steer clear of. You know, I'll just put it at that. But you know, I mean, some <laughs> social activity. Yeah, exactly. Or you're just like, ah, uh, yeah, let's yeah. not. Uh, but you know, it's it's one of those things where, especially during COVID, you know, obviously it's not going to replace in person you know, socialization, but having some connection with the outside world, as you talked about, is very important. And listeners, if you, if this, you know, hits a chord with you, you know, our phone lines are open for you. That's right. You sitting right there and watch the person listening is probably standing now that I said that. But anyway, our call in number is 1-800-465-8770. Again, it's 1-800-465-8770. Paul Holden, our professional board op who, uh, you know, he knows everything about audio and the history of the world. He has got his hand on the phone right now. And you mentioned Rajiv. We're talking about, you know, like, caught like think like so like being positive or like just having that somewhat of socialization being able to like take a experience like covid and maybe make the most out of it you know what aging options is all about is making the most out of your life out of aging you know giving you more options as to dissect the two words and uh now i i want to ask is there some kind of event that aging options might be putting on today that really uh that people should really take interest in well da you know it right i mean we at one o'clock today and <laughs> yeah. we we were we were we used to do these things so regularly we used to do four or five community events and they were just education events and effectively a way for us to go ahead and bring education to people about why traditional retirement planning is going to lead you to maybe a 30 percent chance of success in retirement It'll lead you, it'll leave you with a 70% chance that you're not going to succeed in retirement, 70% chance of failure. Why does that happen? And then the more important part of the event that we end up doing is to share with you what you need to do differently. And today we'll be uh, doing that in a live format. I mean, I'm so excited. Uh, for the last three or four months, we've been doing live events. Small number of people actually come out. And, and we, by design, have a small number of chairs that are available for people to come out. So today, if you're out and about somewhere, we are going to have uh, the event on our Federal Way campus at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. If you're out and about, you don't even have to go and register. You can if you want to. You can go to Aging Options. No, you can go to lifepointlaw.com, lifepointlaw.com. And right on the main page, you can actually register for the event. And if you do, that's great. If you 
cannot register. You're just out and about. Just, just show up. Uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of chairs. It's a small room. Uh, it's all. We are going to take all sorts of precautions. We always do. Hopefully, you're going to be vaccinated. That's the one thing that we ask, that you be vaccinated. And, and we'll probably uh, be asking for masks to be, be put on. But short of that, I think it'll be a great event. A year and a half has gone by, and we've wasted time in the planning arena. Regain the time. Seize the moment. Let's get started. Wait, so, Rajiv, you just said somebody could just show up and they can be there? There's no signing up, like, prior signing up required? You can you can just show up? I mean, you can, yeah. Typically, we have room that is available for, for people just for drop-ins. Uh, it used to be that we had about 100, 100, you know, somewhere between 50 to 100 people showing up uh, pre pre COVID mm-hmm. times. Anymore, uh, we have smaller crowds, but even at that, I think we will have enough room for our KTTH listeners mm-hmm. to come in. I think, yeah, and I think you know what? On a nice day like this, um, when we're getting close, to, you know, to the winter, you know, things are about to get a little rainy. Things, uh, you know. Might have to start thinking with Kings opening up about, you know, your future as far as planning goes. I mean, I don't know. Get a cup of coffee. Get some excellent breakfast. Go out at 1 p.m. Federal Way Campus. That's like it's what is it? 10 minutes from Tacoma, like 20 minutes from Seattle. It's very centralized for anybody. If you're coming from Gig Harbor, it's just right over that bridge. I mean, it's super simple. I mean, I, I can't think honestly of a better thing to do um, this Saturday, you know, besides, of course, listening to Aging Options right here on uh, KTTH, you know. But it's uh, it's something that you should do. And, ladies and gentlemen, it's at 1 p.m. today, Saturday, at the Federal Way Campus. And because it's in Federal Way, you know that is the way to go this Saturday. I was trying to come up with a tagline on the spot there, Rajiv. I'm not sure if that, you know, if, uh, <laughs> you, if you approve, you know, it's the way because it's in Federal Way. But, you know. <laughs> we'll we'll go with it. Uh, but yeah, excellent. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. And Rajiv, you're going to be there, right? Uh, I think so. Not excellent. I think so. I excellent. definitely excellent. will be there. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I was I was going to say. I was going to say I think so. You know, it's like, yeah. But no, it'd be excellent. And uh, you know what? Show up. Tell them uh, Rajiv sent you. You can say that I sent you too. They'll probably be like, who the heck is that? Uh, who's that Tariq guy? Who's that Tariq kid? Uh, you know, but like you tell him Rajiv sent you and you will be in good hands. Again, 1 p.m. today on the Federal Way campus. You can sign up at lifepointlaw.com. But you can also just show up, honestly, if you uh, would rather just uh, just do that because we know how registration can be a bit of a hassle at times. Oh, anyway, Rajiv, it is time for us to take our first break on this Saturday. But hold, we can't just go straight to break because we're not amateurs. We are professionals, and we have one of the greatest segments in the history of broadcasting. That's right. Walter Cronkite actually sent us some mail about this, uh, asking for some (laughs) secrets on why this is so successful, which is interesting because he's dead. But anyway, what year was it? That's right. What year was it? When President Kennedy took office, when West Side Story dominated theaters, Maria. Okay, I'm not going to go into the song. Uh, the average new car cost just twenty-eight fifty, two thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. I want to buy that car. The most. I want to buy that <laughs> exactly. car. Exactly. No, I... Is it still available? <laughs> it might be. I think it's used now, Rajiv. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's on the older side. But this was the most popular song of the year. Rajiv, sing along. No, that couldn't be. That that couldn't be. 
1960s. I mean, I remember that from a bit away from from uh, from the wonderful cartoon movie. That name that I cannot recall. Uh, what is the What is the movie uh, this, there? Uh, this is from. Uh, so they play this in the Lion King, but this the song itself is actually from. Uh, well, it's from either 1960, 1961, or 1962. They just they did a different version for uh, the Lion King, but yeah, good. That's yeah, good, good on you for you know, kind of. Yeah, know, Lion like, King. That's what I would be journalism. remembering. 1990s uh, sometime, I, I suppose. But yeah, 1960, 61, 62. All right, we'll see who, how many yeah. people get. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. And like, again, 60, 61, 62. We'll give the answer right next to 11 o'clock. I love that Paul is still playing the music. Because you know, I, and he should keep playing it. Honestly, uh, he, it, let, let us play. Let, and <laughs> I just got to note that it's not Paul playing this; it's a new, a new board off filling in. But uh, you know, I love that he's still playing this because it's a great song. But yeah, let, let this play us out. As uh, again, you're listening uh, to Aging Options right here on AM seven seventy KTTH. Your turn to join the program. Give us a call at 800 465 8770. Once again, that toll free number is 800 465 8770. Aging Options will be right back after this. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Concerned about outliving your savings, paying medical bills, or passing your estate on to family instead of the government? Stop. Start by learning how easy it can be to have a complete life plan from trusted radio host and author Rajiv Nagayich of LifePoint Law today at 1 p.m. in Federal Way. Learn more at LifePointLaw.com. State COVID safety guidelines will be in place to ensure your health. Visit LifePointLaw.com now to register. We went in and, and once we got started and everything, we realized that there were a lot of areas that we possibly hadn't even thought about planning for. And uh, one of them was that when we get older, we have the option to stay home and to maintain our own home and, and uh, our own health in our home. And that's important. And it's really important to my husband. We are back. On this wonderful Saturday morning, and you know, as mentioned, Rajiv, you know, two uh, happy clients with, uh, you know, they're they're you know they they appreciated what you did. Uh, you're listening to Aging Options Radio. Uh, I'm Tarek Ansari, Rajiv Nagayich, alongside with me. Uh, quick shout out to our sponsors, uh, HomeWatch Caregivers. You know, we appreciate them for supporting uh, this program. They do some excellent work out there, Rajiv. Uh, we often have a few guests uh, from HomeWatch Caregivers who uh, join us. Um, you know, obviously. Uh, really appreciate them and uh, Saket Sangar. He's obviously does a great job uh, helping us with um, with the production of this show. And he, in addition to that, he's an excellent, uh, you know, excellent, excellent attorney. Uh, so you know, no, he's excellent an excellent financial planner. He's an excellent financial, financial planner. planner. My apologies. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not give him a See, new, I, new moniker. And both, you know, I mean, exactly. both home watch caregivers and Saket. The reason why I so appreciate them. 
being part of the show is they do the basics that are not easy to go ahead and find. Today, the reality, and I was looking at another study coming out uh, from from a different group saying that, verifying that about 83, in the latest survey, 83% of Americans are saying we will feel most comfortable in our own home in retirement. We don't want to move to a retirement community. We don't want to go to a care community. We would like to be able to uh, live our lives in our own home. And, and you know, home watch care, there are many choices. I mean, consumers have a lot of different choices, but there's some choices that stand out than other choices, and home watch caregivers would be one of those choices that does stand out. If you need uh, somebody to come in to help uh, keep you in your own home or your parents in your own home, home watch caregivers does a great job for that. Indeed, and if you want to contact HomeWatch Caregivers, we have a phone number for you. That's right, all the numbers today. As uh, HomeWatch Caregivers, you can reach them at 253-564-1006. That is 253-564-1006. And they got some excellent individuals uh, who we've been working with for quite a quite a while now who are uh, very, you know, very, not, not just people who can give you great information, but very kind, down-to-earth people, too. And then, you know what? I feel like in some ways uh, now that is underrated, you know, like or not like not stated enough how important it is that individuals are, you know, don't just give out great advice, but they're also like down to earth. They actually are there to hear you. And, you know, speaking of down to earth, our earth has a lot of technology. Is this right, Rajiv? <laughs> we have a lot of technology on this earth. I think so. <laughs> I yes, think indeed. so. Uh, and and no one better adept than that uh, than our board op and you, uh, Tarek, young Tarek. Uh, you guys are the ones who are doing all this stuff. Yes, yes. And I have to say, as self-proclaimed uh, king of the board ops, uh, I dictate what buttons go where and what faders go where. It's, it's incredible right. the power I have. But anyway, speaking of power, smart home technology... Uh, which is spreading rapidly, especially the last five years, uh, is really made a huge impact uh, for boomers throughout the nation. Uh, and what, th there's a story in this article, again, on the Aging Options website, agingoptions.com slash blog. Uh, it's the story of Hank Norsworthy of Jacksonville, Florida. So he's 77, has lived with multiple sclerosis for 40 years. He's using a walker with wheels to navigate his home. And... Basically, he watched his friends jump on smart home technology, decided to try it for himself, and he was hooked. I mean, the purchase of an Echo Dot, which is one of those smart home little speakers, uh, he can now ask Alexa to turn his lights on still, instead of having to deal with, like, the dark hallways and uh, weird, like, nighttime conditions, which even I have issues with. I, my eyesight's just terrible at night. And he's, he's finding a new sense of freedom, being able to take some of these uh, nuances of life that are otherwise a little, you know... A little tough and just simplifying it i mean sometimes the small things can be a can make a big difference Rajiv. indeed but you know the when you talk technology and you talk to older people and older people like me uh technology is not the easiest <laughs> thing to navigate through I, mean, every, I just got my iphone 13 you know it came out and the last oh. iphone i had was iphone 6 so i waited wow. in royal I think wow. seven, eight, nine Throwback. years to go ahead. Yeah, that's right. And then still, it still works. The iPhone 6 still works just great. So there's a level of paranoia that, you know, when you get new technology, the, what is it going to mean and how many jumps, how many hoops you will have to jump through to go ahead and make it work. But this article really does a good job of pulling together how seniors are adopting to the new 
uh, the, the technology that is out there and, and what technology would be easy to go ahead and end up using. And truth be told, I think Apple, Google, uh, Amazon, all these companies that are getting into this space, they're, they're doing their level best, and every year they make incremental in, uh, improvements in making it easier. So what you mentioned in the mm-hmm. story was, I mean, to think about it. I mean, if I'm living at home all alone and I'm getting to be an older person, what, what might be some of the low-hanging fruit that I want to be uh, able to deal with? Uh, things like the Echo Dot that you talked about. Great personal assistant. It can do all sorts yes. of things. It's all voice command. You don't have to fuddle-duddle with... with uh, with keyboards, you don't have to navigate screens. You can just use your voice, uh, play music, or call so-and-so. Yeah. And if a video call is coming in, particularly with family members, uh, children are calling in, you can see them. I mean, how, how nifty is it that you don't even have to sit on a keyboard and then join Zoom to, <coughs> to, make, that yeah. call, to make that call? Sorry about that. I'm carrying that remnants yeah, from my trip from... India <clears throat> that I'm carrying the cold and the cough, but how nifty. You don't even have to go ahead and go through the Zoom uh, sign-in process, and it's all there. Yeah, no, it, it is, it's great to have. These are just great tools, and, um, and listeners, if you have uh, some experiences with uh, these home these home systems that obviously have become huge, hugely popular, obviously the Echo Dot, the Google Home, give us a call. You know, this show, we're here for you. Uh, our phone number is 1-800-465-8770. Again, it's 1-800-465-8770. And the one thing I, can, I think that stands out with this article is that, you know, these these speakers, these home systems, they, I feel like, I would I would argue, you know, they're helping people succeed, like, have a successful, like, you know, a successful life or just having a, you know, a better experience in their life, especially individuals who are on the older side. And I think this ties in very well with what aging options is all about, which is you know helping people succeed in retirement. W- w- wouldn't you say? I it definitely does. I mean that's what the connection is, and and, and the idea really is we are all wanting to uh, spend more time in our own homes. We want to spend less time. We want to minimize uh, the possibility that that the home is no longer a place that we can safely exist. Technology is coming to that uh, to, to to our to our rescue, if you will, and and particularly mm-hmm. when you think about the voice-activated technology. I mean, it's so neat. If you just want to go ahead and shut the lights out, you can go ahead and shut the lights out. If you want to turn on uh, a particular appliance, whether it's TV, this, that, or the other, you can go ahead and do that. And how do you do all that? And they talk about it, right? I mean, the, the basic, easy uh, technology that you can end up using are, are uh, things like... Uh, uh, let's see up here the the smart uh, the, the smart bulbs, if you will, smart plugs, mm-hmm. uh, smart outlets, uh, smart doors, uh, the the infamous uh, video uh, door ringer, right? The, the doorbell. So you don't have mm-hmm. to uh, to guess as to who's there. You don't have to go to the door and open the door to see as to who's on the other side of the door. These are all easy things that can be installed, and I'm sure over time more and more of this stuff is going to come into being. No, absolutely. And again, technology, as as we've seen the last like 30 years especially, as the years go by, things keep getting easier and easier to do. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure there's a point like where we can all sit on the couch now, clap our hands like this, 
and the TV comes on. You know, that's kind of where we're at now, um, which, you know, is really nice. That clap uh, on and clap off, that's old technology, my friend. You weren't even born when that clap on, <laughs> clap off technology hold was on. already that's, there. Okay, Rajiv, hold on. I mean, let's be fair. You don't know. I mean, it could have come out after I was born. I'm actually 39 years old. Rajiv, oh. how could you disrespect me on KCTH? Like, oh, no, I'm just kidding around. Oh, man. Seeing my ego's now offended. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well <laughs> but no, it's um, no. But for in, in all honesty, I think technology does get you know gets a bad rap sometimes um, for being you know untrustworthy. But it's it's it is great what what a lot of these these things are tools. I mean, I wouldn't even argue it's technology at a certain point. An Echo Dot is yeah, sure, it's a speaker, but it's a tool you can use to improve your life in the same way you would use you know a car to drive you around or. A, uh, a washing machine to wash your clothes. You know, it's a tool to help you with uh, certain tasks. Right, and and the article does a really good job of you know pulling all these things together for you. It's also talking about Amazon developing something called a Care Hub service, which has been, mm-hmm. uh, I think, in the works for a couple of years now, and they're trying to go ahead and see if they can connect uh, things like uh, medication dispensers, right? And there's a huge thing. Yeah. Uh, as you're growing older, are you remembering to take all your medications or not? So these are the sorts of things that are coming up. Great article to take a look at. Go to agingoptions.com, take a look at it, and see if any of these uh, appliances is something that you may want to embrace. Absolutely. I I highly recommend that, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it looks like we're coming against a break here. Before we go to this break, though, I should I should mention, you know, we're going to discuss this a little bit more in this next segment. But there is, you know, really, really interesting uh, event happening at the Federal Way campus today. Uh, for for LifePoint Law today at 1 p.m. and that is of course the free the live seminar you're having there and uh, I, again I cannot recommend enough that you could check this out today at 1 p.m. at the Federal Way campus at LifePoint Law. Uh, it's going to be a lot of excellent information. You get to see Rajiv Nagayich, who you know he claims he's old but he's not. I mean he's like he's pretty he's he's my age. You know he he tells you he's on the older side. But no, no I'm just kidding. Around. But like you know he's you know. He does some excellent work, and we're going to be discussing that a little bit more in this next segment. But again, it's happening today at the LifePoint Law's Federal Way campus at 1 p.m., and you can sign up at LifePointLaw.com, or you can just show up in person, and you will have a seat at the live seminar. But for now, we do have to take a short break. Before we do, we're going to play our world, a universally known game. We've, we've bypassed the Earth. And we've gone universe with how great this is. People on Saturn are getting transmission of how excellent this segment is. Of course, we're talking about what year was it? When President Kennedy took office, when West Side Story dominated theaters, the average new car was just $2,850, which, Rajiv, I'm sure we'd all love to pay for that price for a brand new Tesla nowadays. <laughs> That's right, baby, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. And uh, this was the most popular song of the year. Was the year 1960, 1961, or 1962? As we get closer to the 11 o'clock hour, just around 10.58, we'll give you the answer. So do not touch that dial. Stay tuned because a lot of excellent information, some stories, and your calls. Again, 1-800-465-8770. That's all coming up on Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. We're here to take your questions. The number to call is 800-465-8770. 
Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back after this. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Concerned about outliving your savings, paying medical bills, or passing your estate on to family instead of the government? Stop. Start by learning how easy it can be to have a complete life plan from trusted radio host and author Rajiv Nagayich of LifePoint Law today at 1 p.m. in Federal Way. Learn more at LifePointLaw.com. State COVID safety guidelines will be in place to ensure your health. Visit LifePointLaw.com now to register. When I think of aging options, I, I feel a great deal of peace knowing that my children aren't going to have this frantic scramble around if something happens to us. They will understand what is to be done. They have the phone numbers to call and people to help them and won't have to be making all these decisions on their own. I love that. love another great... Uh some great information from another a former client of Rajiv's as welcome back. You're listening to AM 770 KTTH and this is Aging Options and we have a caller and we on the line have Larry calling in from West Seattle. Larry, thank you so much for the call and welcome to the program. Well, thank you for taking my call. Of course. How can we Absolutely. Uh, in the past, uh, when I was listening to your show, uh, it sounded like you were saying that it was good to have a safe harbor trust so that, you know, when one uh, partner would pass away, that the other partner might have a better opportunity to have some money set aside without, you know, having to pay for uh, uh, taxes and whatnot. But I haven't heard you talk about a safe harbor trust. I was wondering whether it's still a good element in, in in your will to have. It is the basic backbone of the planning that I end up doing, Larry. The point, that's the legal aspect of the work that we end up doing. And, you know, after doing this for about 22 years and being on the radio for about 16 years now, uh, maybe I'm just getting too tired of talking about the Safe Harbor Trust, assuming that everyone knows about it, which is, of course, incorrect. Safe Harbor Trust, in my opinion, is, is one of the vehicles, is one of the tools that is available to consumers that is the least understood and the least used tools, unless until you go to a good elder law attorney. In life, what you want to do, and, and you, you uh, Larry, kind of pointed uh, the way to married people. The Safe Harbor Trust is equally as potent for single people. It is equally as potent for people who may not have any children or, or, or people that, that normally we would be counting on and, and uh, in our own lives by way of relatives, most likely children. Even if you don't have children, a Safe Harbor Trust is a great tool to use. And the bottom line to the Safe Harbor Trust is this. When, you are, when you're living in retirement, everyone is going to be coming for your money, right? I mean, we know that. And it, it is, it is this, this dance that we end up doing protecting ourselves from uh, outside threats. What, are the biggest, what is the single biggest financial threat that a person is going to face in retirement? 
is if you fall ill and your health insurance policy, Medicare and whatever supplement you have, refuses to pay the bill. Why would Medicare refuse to pay the bill? Because what you have is not acute care in nature. It is long-term care in nature. And for that, you would be able to find some long-term care coverage under the VA and the Medicaid programs, but only after you have spent all your money down to pretty much nothing. A safe harbor trust gets in the way and says that, you know, any money that is put in a safe harbor trust with proper planning, it is yours to use, but it is not yours to lose for the spend-down requirements of the VA and the Medicaid. That's one benefit you end up getting. Another threat that you're going to face in retirement, if you have a large enough estate, let's say you have $2 million, $3 million, $4 million estate, well, you don't have Medicaid to worry about. You've got plenty of money. You'll be able to live your life okay without worrying about running out of money. But you've got the government coming after you, don't you? If you leave anyone other than your spouse more than $2.2 million, the first $2.2 million is going to go tax-free. Everything else is going to be subject to a 10 to 20% tax. Except if you have a safe harbor trust, a properly structured safe harbor trust means that the money in the trust is not considered to be money that will be subject to any taxes. The third reason why you may want to think about a safe harbor trust is when, when you are older, you're very vulnerable. And you hear this, you read this in the newspapers and you hear it in the radio, you hear it in stories, you hear it in, you see it in TV. Some person digs their claws into a lonely old man or a lonely old woman. And next thing you know, they convince this person to rewrite the will, rewrite the trust, or outright just run away with the money. And the person is left with pretty much nothing. They are made destitute. Why? Because they were too trusting. Well, it turns out the safe harbor trust is beyond the reach of such scammers. These are the three basic reasons after 22 years of, of practicing law and looking at why people get into trouble. These are the three most common reasons why people get into trouble. And a good, properly structured safe harbor trust can protect you from each and every one of these three different problems that you could end up facing. Yes, that, that's a good explanation. I appreciate that. Uh, so uh, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, I was just, I, you, you used to emphasize it so much, and, and I, it's so quiet. You, you don't talk about it as much. So this, helps, well, it, this is very helpful to me. Thank you. Absolutely, Larry. And I think you may just have encouraged me to make sure that over the next uh, several <laughs> weeks I'm going to start talking about it a lot more than what I used to. Okay. Thank you so much for the thank call, you. Larry. And day. Ajon, you as well. All right, thank you. Bye. And, Tariq, isn't this interesting, you know, that, that over time, because I've been doing this for 22 years and 16 years I've been on the radio, I've been talking about Safe Harbor Trust, mm -hmm. and, and, and it is just, to me, after 16 years, I'm thinking everyone's heard it. Everyone knows what a Safe Harbor Trust is, and where in reality, I'm one small law shop. Uh, LifePoint Law is just one law firm. You've got, like, 50,000-some-odd lawyers in the country, and, and how many of them actually mm -hmm. are preaching are doing the work around Safe Harbor Trust, not too many. A good reason for you to come to the seminar today. Because in the seminar, we kind of put these pieces together for you. Uh, look, I mean, what Larry is, is picking up on is, is the reality that for 22 years, I've been reading against one basic concept. We do a lot of 
planning around retirement years in America. We do one heck of a lot of planning around around this issue. We see financial planners, we see doctors, we see mortgage brokers, real estate agents, lawyers, and, and God knows who else. We uh, make sure that we, we raise our family right and, and, and our children are always going to be there and we, we assume that things are going to be okay as we grow old. And what does growing old, uh, a successful old age look like? Well, you grow old gracefully, right? You don't fall ill. You're, you're going to live a healthy life. You'll be financially intact. You'll be able to leave some of the hard-earned money that you have earned over your, your years, a little bit of something to your children by way of, of an inheritance. I mean, that's success. Mm-hmm. What does failure look like in America? Failure looks like that I grew old, fell ill, ended up in a nursing home, lost my money to uncovered medical long-term care expenses, paying for nursing homes, assisted living, memory care, or, become, uh, or I become a burden on my children. That is stark reality. That is the basic failure that we take a look at it. Being born in India and just coming back from India, look, I, I, I don't know whether I've shared this with you or not, but I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. I just lost my mom uh, in May. Didn't die of COVID in India with all the COVID issues that were going on, but she may as well have because she fell down, broke her femur. Uh, All the things that we talk about here, you know, in old age, do not fall down, don't break a femur. It's a one-way ticket to a very miserable existence. But she broke her femur, had to be taken to New Delhi, put into a hospital. The government hijacks the hospital and turns it into a COVID hospital. She gets the surgery, but no aftercare, no after-surgery care, and that's what really sunk her boat. If she was in America, I doubt if she would ever have dealt with that issue. But here's what I take comfort in, in the way that she passed away. She died in my brother's home, surrounded by all family members. Not for one single day, despite all the trouble that we go through, did she ever have to worry about, as I grow old, if I fall ill, will I be taken away from my house, put into a situation that I don't want to be? But yet in America, the richest country in the world, even today, after 22 years of practice, I can say this with a lot of confidence. The single biggest problem that we are trying to go in, the single biggest fear that an older person has is that I fall ill, other people are going to take control, and they'll take me away, put me out in the pasture. Seventy percent of Americans are not going to be able to live out their lives in their own homes. Seventy percent. How can we call our planning to be an effective system when we have 70% of us not being able to live our lives in our own home, 69% of us will feel we have become the burden that we never wanted to become, and almost all of us are going to lose money to uncovered medical and long-term care expenses. That is a man-made problem. It's not that the planning is bad. It's how we pull together all the planning that is bad, and the results are just astonishingly horrible. And that's what we do in the seminars. I mean, for 22 years, watching my father-in-law, many years ago, this is back in the 1990s, watching my father-in-law go through this issue, having Alzheimer's, being put into a nursing home, running out of money, the family totally distraught, not being a lawyer at that time, looking to lawyers, looking to my father-in-law's lawyers and financial planners and, and doctors for guidance, not getting any is what put me back to law school to go ahead and say there's something systemically wrong with the richest country in the world, with the biggest fear that nobody can escape in America, not even the richest people can escape in America, is will I grow old and end up in institutional care? Casey Kasem, Glenn Campbell, uh, Tim Conway, Stan Lee, Brooke Astor. I mean, you go on and on and on. 
when do we wake up and say enough is enough already? The system that we are relying on is not serving the needs necessarily of the consumers as much as it is serving the needs of the industries. The financial planners, the financial planning industry makes trillions of dollars every year. They want you to go ahead and buy a long-term care insurance policy. Somehow, if you have a long-term care policy, you will never end up in a nursing home, really. And so it is up to you to take charge of your life and say, the system that leaves 70% of the people failing is not a system that I want to rely on. And the good news in all of this is it's easy to change what you need to change. It's not difficult at all. And it starts with simple things like go to the seminar. It's your responsibility. It's your life. It's your future that you need to be working on and say, I refuse to be part of a future where I am walking into a future with a 70% chance that I will not be home when I'm taking my last breath or I will have become a burden that I didn't want to become. I want a future that guarantees me that there's a much better probability that the day I fall ill, the care will come to me and my children will not become my unpaid caregivers and I will not die broke paying for uncovered medical and long-term care expenses. That's your job. That's your responsibility. It's there. The education is there today at 1 o'clock. But you have to do something about the whole thing. You don't have to even register today. If you're there in the Federal Way campus, just show up at 1 o'clock and we'll talk about that. Anyway. I can go on and on about the whole thing, Tarek. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, go to you to rescue the show so it doesn't just become a, a, a preachy I don't know show, really how to add to that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know how to add to that. I literally was just sitting here going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, beca- I Honestly, I just moved to the audience. I went away from the microphone and said, you know what? Yes, everything you're saying there, very true. I, ca- I mean, I can't add to that. All I can say is 1 p.m. today, Federal Way, Federal Way Campus, you know, just you know, be there. You're going to want to. And we're up against a break here, Rajiv. But uh, before we yep. do, um, you know, we have you only have 15 more minutes to figure out what year was it. So what year was it when President Kennedy took office, when West Side Story dominated theaters? The average new cost, uh, the average new car cost was two thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars, which Rajiv sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. You're telling me, my goodness, that's how much a bike costs nowadays. This was the most popular song of the year. Was the year 1960, 1961, or 1962? Think on it. Don't look it up and cheat. That's not allowed. And we'll tell you in about 10 minutes what the answer is. You're listening to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. Now's your last chance to call into the show. The toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Once again, dial 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back with more Aging Options right after this. 
This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Concerned about outliving your savings, paying medical bills, or passing your estate on to family instead of the government? Stop. Start by learning how easy it can be to have a complete life plan from trusted radio host and author Rajiv Nagayich of LifePoint Law today at 1 p.m. in Federal Way. Learn more at LifePointLaw.com. State COVID safety guidelines will be in place to ensure your health. Visit LifePointLaw.com now to register. You know, at my age, we were really afraid. And he told me, because our house is paid off, he said, you don't have to be afraid like that. And he said, I'm going to show you how to take care of your retirement so you have money in your account. And he's been wonderful. Everything he tells us, he proves on paper. He's not just against the financial advisor we had. He's telling us why he can help us. I love that. That is 100% accurate, ladies and gentlemen. 999.9%. We're talking 100 percentage points there for how for for how truthful that is. I mean, Rajiv, when it comes to analysis, by the way, you're listening to Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. But absolutely, you know, this is something that, you know, you you tell people not just, you know, not just the information just for the sake of it, but you you prove it down on paper. And, you know, it, it just it's it's good information and it's information people can hear today at 1 p.m., right? Yeah, they'll be hearing that. And, and you know, it is all uh, thanks to the, 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 the research that you end up doing and the study that you take a look at, like the story that we have. Another story we have on our blog today is uh, uh, you got Larry Kotlikoff. He's a b- professor at Boston University School of Retirement. Uh, and he is talking about that you should be delaying Social Security. Don't take it early if you can afford not to take it early. And you should pay off your mortgage before you retire. I mean, these are basic common sense types of things that he does. And you find that <clears throat> in the financial world, uh, there there are there, there's a whole segment of, of, of people who will say, well, no, I mean, you should take your Social Security early. Why do you want to leave it on the table? We don't know whether Social Security will be there tomorrow or not. Uh, and, and, and the question you always have to kind of kind of ask yourself is this: Why do people give certain types of advice, particularly when it comes to mortgage? Here's Larry Kotikoff, who's a who's a uh, economist, and, and suggesting people that look, <clears throat> pay off your home before you retire. He'll go as far as saying that if you have to take money out from your retirement account, go ahead and pay off the home. Go ahead and do that also, and that gets a lot of people the people's hackles up. And when I take a look at it and forget what Larry is saying, what, what other people are saying, I'm saying for some people, it does make sense to go ahead and take money out of retirement account. For some other people, it may not make sense to go ahead and take money out from their retirement accounts. But to have a house that is paid for is something that you come up with all sorts of resistance. Oh, my God, that's the only deduction that I have. Really, I'm always, I'm always amused when people say that paying a mortgage is a good financial move, really. Let's take a look at it. You're going to pay, let's say, 3%, 3.5%, 5%, whatever your interest rate is, you're paying the mortgage company. And you get a deduction. Do you get a 100% deduction? 
Yeah, you can get the deduction, but how much money of that interest did you actually pocket? How much did the government pay? Maybe between 20 to 30 percent, whatever your tax bracket is. I'm paying 100 cents to the, to the mortgage company, and I'm getting back about 20 to 30 cents by way of a tax deduction or, or tax break that I'm getting, and I'm calling that a good thing. Wouldn't it be better for us to keep 100 cents in our pocket and not give it to the mortgage company? I mean, it just, just, just doesn't compute. So over the years, I mean, we take a look at each case one at a time, and we give advice which we think is going to be more effective. It will be an honest piece of advice. It won't be based on pop culture. It won't be based on just general rules of thumb. It's based on that one individual. That one individual deserves the ability to live a good quality of life for as long as they are living, without the fear of being put into a nursing home against the wishes, without running out of money where the financial pieces come into play, or without becoming a burden to their loved ones. And in there, you have to take a look at how people are approaching health issues, housing issues, financial issues, legal issues. And I promise you, in every one of these quadrants, there is traditional advice that is being given. But that advice that has been conjured up by the industries it serves the financial needs of the industries before it serves the needs of the consumer. Take a look at it. I mean, how does the healthcare industry make money? When you are healthy, when you're not going to a hospital, when you're not using medications, when you're not going to see doctors, or does the healthcare industry make money when you are ill? All the advice that comes down, most of the advice, I should say, that comes down from the healthcare industry is more about maximizing their own profits. Buy this pill and buy that, uh, that, that supplement and, and go get this procedure done and get that procedure done. And you, you and I are running ragged around getting procedures done. It's not to say that the industry is bad. The healthcare industry is designed to help you after you fall ill. It's, it was never designed to help you not to fall ill to begin with. And how do you not end up in a nursing home? By not falling ill. That's how you not end up in a nursing home. Where is that advice coming from? There's precious little of that information out there. And there's all sorts of information that I pull out from the same medical community. For example, there's a study comes out from Finland that says people who use a sauna almost every single day, compared to people who don't use a sauna in the Scandinavian countries, people who use a sauna, 66% less uh, uh, dementia issues. Almost, they, they cut the risk of cardiovascular issues almost by about 50%. Where is this information? Why is this information not coming from the medical community? UCLA puts out a study that shows people can actually reverse dementia if they follow a certain protocol. What's the last time you've heard the study about that dementia can actually be reversed? I mean, this is just uncanny. Short answer, there is a lot of good information out there. You just need to go ahead and make it your business to get the information, and you can count on aging options to be that place that will give you the information. Tarek? I completely agree. And a good a good way to start and get some of that information would be today at 1 p.m. at that uh, at the seminar you're having. Isn't that right? Yep. That's one of the key hallmarks of what I wanted my mission to be in life is that after having dealt with my father-in-law, I just want to make sure that any and every single individual who is interested in a better outcome in life, I will design that better outcome for them. It's different. It's individualized to each each particular case. There's some common themes that run in the planning, but the individual answers are highly individualized. And it's a good starting point. Just come to the seminar. I'll show you 
in clear fashion why traditional planning fails and what you need to do differently so you succeed, not fail, in retirement. Absolutely. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I can't recommend this enough. Like this is something I, I mean, I'm on the younger side, but it's information that's vital for my parents, my grandparents. Once I became uh, aware of a lot of this, boy, it changed my perspective and it will change yours as well. Again, 1 p.m. today at the uh, LifePoint Law uh, Federal Way Campus, uh, just 10 minutes outside of Tacoma, just 20 minutes from Seattle. It's just a central location you need to go today at 1 p.m. You can sign up at lifepointlaw.com, but you can also just show up and you will have a seat and Rajiv will be there in all of his glory and it's going to be excellent. But ladies and gentlemen, we've got to conclude this show as we're at 1058. So we're going to figure out what year was it, all right? What year was it when President Kennedy took office, when West Side Story dominated theaters, when the average new car was just 2850 That's right, $2,850. That was it. And this was the most popular song of the year. All right, so was it 1960, 1961, or 1962? First, let's get a guess from our board ops for today, starting out with Brady. What, what's your guess? I'm going to go with a solid 1960. All right, Paul, Paul Holden. 60, wait, you said a, a president was elected, right? Yes. Not that it helps. I thought that was going to help me pick a number, but I'm going to say 62. <laughs> All right, Rajiv. So, hey, listen, I was thinking 91 when whenever Lion King came out, but 61. <laughs> 61 <laughs> is correct. That's right. Rajiv, all, as always, you're a winner. And, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Again, a segment we do every year, uh, every year, every week, what year was it? And thanks so much for joining us on Aging Options. Again, the seminar today, 1 p.m. at the Federal Way Campus, and you're not going to want to miss it. You can just show up, and you'll be set. No need to sign up beforehand. And again, thank you so much for joining us on Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. We'll be back with you next Saturday at 10 a.m. From Rajiv Bengayich and myself, Tarek Ansari, we bid you a farewell and have a great rest of your weekend. And age on.